Hey everybody, welcome to Pokemon World Tour United. I'm Alan. I'm Jake. I'm Josh. Hi, I'm Anne. And this is Anne. Hi! <laughs> welcome to the show, Anne. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so as you may or may not have guessed, we have a... we're going to be doing a gym today. From the title and also from having a guest. Uh, before we do that, uh, Anne, we have a couple questions that we like to ask our guests. Um, such as, how did you get into Pokemon? Okay, okay, you've never heard this one. Uh, I'm, I'm a human, mm -hmm. and uh -huh. I was born in 1989. Uh, that, that's what happened to me! Wow. <laughs> right? Right? Weird coincidence, exactly the same. Super weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite Pokemon? Uh, I like Whimsicott. What a good round boy. Yeah. He's a very good one. Whimsicott's a good one. Yeah. Josh, you got any questions? Uh, what is your favorite berry? Oh, um, <laughs> Magost, I guess. Okay. I don't yeah. know what that one does offhand. It's I don't a, know what that one tastes like. <laughs> it's uh, your knockoff mangosteen, so it's, except <laughs> nice. it sounds gross, so it's kind of great. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Alan, you got any questions? What's your favorite type of Pokeball? Ooh. I feel like for that that cool aesthetic, maybe heel balls. Nice. Okay. Also, you get the bonus of catching them and them not being like extremely wounded right away. That's always a plus. I have you ever had a heel ball actually work though? Not entirely. Uh, Josh I've doesn't never, use anything but pokeballs. I've never so. used a heel ball. <laughs> what commitment? I feel like I've used every single kind of Pokeball, but only in desperation. My, only like nothing is catching this Pokemon. Maybe right. a heal ball will, and then like that's what I got. Because I yeah. feel like in every game before Swish, where now when they go into your PC when you catch them, they stay injured until you go to a Pokemon Center. They used to just heal when they transferred to your PC, so the heal ball was very redundant. So I never oh. I never messed with it. Oh, Fancy Pants over here knows the rules of Pokemon. <laughs> the the only Pokeball that I've never really used is the Heavy Ball, because it seems very rare, and I just stare at it in confusion. I used like, it in you, Gold and Silver to catch Snorlax. <laughs> That's really all I can think it would be good for. Yeah, I feel like you need to have a very intimate knowledge of every Pokemon's weight, which is... Uh, I feel like excessive. Um, yeah. I can tell you about two heavy Pokemon, and that's it. It's probably very good with, against Groudon, but I don't know if it exists in any games that you can catch a Groudon in. So, <laughs> yeah, y'all have never been like three quarters of the way through your Pokeballs, and just like you're looking at it and you're like trying to do math, like is this one of the heavy friends or no? <laughs> Will this work? I'm just gonna try it. I think that's all the questions we have. Those are good questions. I don't know. Ah, good. <laughs> we're not interviewers per se, so uh, you know we're more, we're mostly <laughs> purveyors of ding dong podcasts. Well, that uh, actually perfect. sounds like it brings me to the next you know piece of previously on Pokemon World Tour United. I started editing today, so I remembered what happened. Also, and I would like to point out that Anne has a Digimon mug, and that is great. Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, who's Digimon. your favorite Digimon? <laughs> Ooh, None uh, of them. Palmon, I guess. <laughs> good, nice. good. I like a Palmon. That's a good friend. That's all we'll talk about Digimon because Josh will leave. I'll quit. <laughs> Josh is notoriously anti Digimon I'll, for I'll some go, reason. I'll go okay. get my cat and put him back in this chair. <laughs> well, rude and incorrect, but fine. Uh, right? 
so previously on Pokemon World Tour United, we uh, the so the train was delayed again, even though it was delayed before, and we got there and we were like, we got to recharge it because of all the delays. So we ended up going to the the Pokemon Museum. It, it was a delayed arrival and then a delayed departure. Yeah. So we weren't prepared for the delayed departure two episodes ago is what happened. Uh, so we went to the museum. Josh, you remember what happened in the museum? Uh, we looked at some space stuff and uh, there was Deoxys was there. Not really, but he was, Not like, the real one. He was in the picture, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> I think. I don't think it was. I think Victor was trying to sell us that some people saw Deoxys in this picture of space, but we did not um, buy it. Also, we went into Aunt Patricia's lab because she's not just a seamstress. She's also an archaeologist and a scientist. She does. She has a, a, a woman of many hats that, Aunt that she probably made herself. Probably because she's, again, a very good seamstress. Then we did. Uh, so we conjured up an eldritch abomination accidentally and gave her some mew powder. <laughs> Yeah. You know, normal things. Regular things. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, look forward to that soon, Anne. If yeah, you're... <laughs> what a real normal one y'all had. I... Just, just a regular time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do an episode where we just go to a park and do nothing weird, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Everyone's going to be on edge the whole time, <laughs> yeah, just like, all right, when's wait. the weird stuff going to happen? We'll and it's not, waiting, they're going to be we'll like, this is the episode. worst episode ever. It'll be a good time. <laughs> I think that's about it because I only edited about 15 minutes of it today, so I don't remember any of the I other nuances. So I thought the last episode was the one we did with Punch. So I'm nope, <laughs> I'm all mixed up. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what to do. So we zoom back in on our heroes as uh, they hear a pleasant ding. Now arriving, Celadon City. The train begins to slow very smoothly to a stop the doors spring open you have those people that are like super close to the doors that just like rush out are you among those people or are you more laid back what are what are y'all doing cobalt have you ever been on a train before yeah that sounded very convincing of course we we look we just ended this train ride so technically yes i've been on a train before (laughs) okay (laughs) so out of character how comfortable is Cobalt on this train, then? Uh, if, if we had to stand, he couldn't. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm standing, and you are sitting, clutching several Pokemon to you for dear life, I imagine. Yeah. So no, we are not right there at the door, then, I guess. <laughs> okay. So I assume you get up and get off the train? Uh, give you... me a minute. <laughs> uh, are you all right? Yeah, you I don't just, have very long. Just need my guts to catch up with the rest of me. <laughs> we were going Buddy. over like 200 miles an hour. I don't really need cool. the math, Victor. I don't need the math. <laughs> Didn't even feel like we were moving at all. I mean, someone did not kid his train legs, it looks like. Um, <laughs> we do need to go because the doors will close, and then we will have to either stay on the train for well, the rest of our natural lives. I don't want to do that. get off somewhere else. Okay, do you uh, want to be on the train more? Let's go. No, let's go. <laughs> let's get hop to it, bud. Poor kids. <laughs> <laughs> so you get off the train, you you make it through the turnstile, and you you kind of open into the uh, Celadon train station, and you immediately see something outstanding, and in that I mean something that really stands out. There is a Mitch. 
dressed head to toe in full Edwardian butler gear. Oh, gosh. Double-breasted coat with a watch, uh, a pocket watch tucked very delicately into a pocket, crisp white gloves, everything pressed within an inch of its life. (laughs) In front of him, he is holding a silver platter with a large card that reads in very loopy font, Rose and Cobalt. (laughs) Do we take the? Do we get off in Celadon City Galler? What is this? I don't know. I, hey Mitch. Good evening. Oh God. <laughs> champs in the making. Oh Lord. <laughs> Should be champs in the maid already, but uh, all right, calm down. Subject. <laughs> are, are you? Well, of course you are. Yeah. And he <laughs> holds out the be? tray. <laughs> Are there two cards? Is there a rose card and a cobalt card, or is there a rose and cobalt card? What do you think would uh, there be, Anne? Would there be two cards or one? I think that there are two cards, one per each. Okay. All right. I will take the rose card. No, oh, I wanted that one. No, it's mine. I always get the cobalt card. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I know, right? I don't... I don't need this right now. I don't think your brain's also caught up to us from the train ride. (laughs) It's been a long couple days. I don't know how long it's been. It's been like 25 minutes. It's not a long train ride. No, I mean since we got kicked out of the thing. Oh, that several days. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to read my card. So what do these cards say, Anne? Welcome to Celadon City. You are cordially invited to the Celadon City gym. Ooh la la. Please follow Mitch. And please don't be late. Oh, we sh- yeah, we should. Um, um, is there a, is there a is time? Because the train was late, and that's not our fault. I don't you, think you shall be in just in time for tea. Um, and he tucks the uh, silver platter up under one arm, very primly, turns on a heel, and walks. The, his patent leather shoes click very pleasantly against uh, the concrete. I feel wildly underdressed for this. I, I follow Mitch. I don't like tea. I hope they have soda pop. So what what if any renovations have been made to the Celadon gym or not renovations necessarily, but redecorations since a um, certain squatter who shall not be named <laughs> left it since it was hijacked. Oh, you mean since the burglary? Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, can I read a thing or should I just go off? Please. Oh, yes, please. Okay. The addition of lighting to the Celadon City Gym reveals it to be maybe the most breakable place you've ever seen in your entire life. (laughs) No, I should wait outside. Just past the entrance, there are rows upon rows of shelves holding stacks of unfinished vases, tea sets, statues, and dinnerware. Gives the impression of an antique shop, one that prominently advertises that children are not allowed inside. (laughs) Past the shelves are two workbenches, each holding a partially built clay statue. Even further in is a clearing, presumably where the actual battles happen. The floors are covered in white clay dust, leaving trails of footprints around the gym. In the center of the room, though, there is an impeccably clean circle of floor. And inside that circle, you find a gym leader and a delightful tea party. I am extremely (laughs) underdressed for this. Baritone, buddy, you gotta wait outside. There's no kids allowed. Wow. No, wait, hang on. Come here, come here. I'm going to zip him up in my jacket. I'm going to hide him. Oh, my God. I'm going to smuggle him in. 
Mitch, and just like the tip of his nose <laughs> is poking out of the top of the jacket. Very, very slick. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch. Yes. Look at me. Mitch. Mm -hmm. Do I need to get changed before I go in there? <laughs> I believe you would be more comfortable if you adopted a more... Um, I'm in a crop top right now, Mitch. Sense just, of dress. I have just the shirt. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I put on my tuxedo t-shirt, baby. <laughs> I am aghast. And now I feel like I need to put on a ball gown to counteract this. I'm going to put on, if you, uh, if you think back very, very far to our contest episode, which I believe was in the mid-twenties of our episodes. <laughs> I'm not wearing that dress. There were several dresses that Shannon sketched as options. One of them uh, was like a black dress with a Peter Pan collar. That's what I'm wearing. That also would be of the mid-twenties of your age, probably, at the time. I was also much younger then. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Mitch holds the door open as a gentleman I don't need would. this from you, old man. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, the lady will see you now. Very good. I also have slacks on. Is a t-shirt and slacks a dumb look? Because that's what I'm for, going with. For you? I don't know. For anybody else, probably a little bit. For you, revelatory. And now I guess uh, I guess baritone is just up under my t-shirt. Because <laughs> I don't have my jacket on anymore. It's just the lumpiest t-shirt with a nose sticking out the top. Oh, no. You're in trouble. Mitch, dear. Mitch. Yes, madam. Well. I was about worried that you were up and kidnapped you took so long. Would these be our special guests? Apologies, madam. They would be. Allow me to introduce um, Rose Jenny and Cobalt Elm. Wonderful. I do the awkwardest curtsy you've ever seen in your entire life. Oh, very good. Very good. Wonderful. I just popped the hand up. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> also acceptable. Welcome, dears. You can imagine my surprise. I'm just getting back to work here in Celadon City when I hear that you two, in a big rush, up and skipped my beloved gym on your way to mm -mm. the top. Well, mm. well, that won't do. No, well, that's what they told us at the at the the, pl the place we got kicked out of. What was it called? <coughs> Indigo Plateau. The Pokemon League. Um, yeah, that's and the you one. You think you're gonna win? I just, I don't. I just. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Don't bring it up now. You're in a tuxedo t-shirt. I don't want to hear it from well, you. Speaking of what they're wearing, uh, what is your gym leader wearing? Uh, my oh, yes. gym leader is, uh, y'all are teens. I'm not sure you can clock how old adults are, but generally uh, an older middle-aged woman with a, a gray, uh, very short haircut and is otherwise wearing full Edwardian outfit as well. Wearing like a floor-length lace dress, high collar, big foofy sleeves, a hat with an enormous, just ridiculous Altaria feather coming off of it. <laughs> it's honestly ridiculous. Lace gloves, whole thing. The whole deal. When I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. When Alan said in full Edwardian, he paused for like one second, and I thought he was gonna say armor, and I thought Mitch was gonna be there in a full suit of armor. And I was like, what are we getting into? But then he was a butler, and I was like, what are we getting into? Alan, we're going to have to scrap everything and do an armor gym. Yes, we're, Start, okay. We're start starting over. all over. Um, hi, hi, I'm Rose. I don't know if I introduced myself yet or not. Mitch did. Yes. Oh, right. 
You've been greeted. You've been formally introduced. And I do welcome you. My name is Vinka, darlings. Nice to meet you. Would you like to join me for tea? I look at Cobalt, and I the look I give him is, do not embarrass <laughs> me. <laughs> I don't like tea. <laughs> Keep it to yourself. <laughs> yes, that would be great. Wonderful. Come over here. There are small sandwiches as well, and plenty for the Pokemon. Ooh, little sandwiches. And it will give us ample time to discuss the special challenges I've put together for you two very special challengers. Oh, special challenges. Okay, not just a... Okay, all right. I was I was ready for a battle, but okay, let me get into... So we didn't skip... I just want to be clear. We didn't skip the gym. We did come here. We were bamboozled? We were hoodwinked. <laughs> um, so I don't, it was all over Pitch.TV. I don't know if it ever made it to the news. God, I hope not. So we fought someone here that we thought was an interim gym leader, and it was a sham, and we got, we got shammed. Well, that just sounds terrible, but it I'll was. have you know I accept no substitutes, gym leader or otherwise, nor should you. Well, not anymore, we won't. Well, not... You definitely look like the real deal. <laughs> not on purpose, no. anyway. <laughs> Mitch, for some reason during this entire conversation, looks inordinately smug. He's not <laughs> saying anything, but he's just kind of reveling in a moment as he pours your tea and is very he's he's the perfect butler he is out of the way you hardly notice he's there except for that that kind of smug smile what's up with you i know what's up with him nothing absolutely what? nothing i'm just here to serve what's the face what's the face about <laughs> i quite like my face that's do, just a you have an issue face cobalt <laughs> I don't have an issue with just your plain face, but with the expression you put on it. I have no idea what you mean, young master. Cucumber sandwich? Oh, yes, please. <laughs> That's just cucumbers on bread? I don't want that. And mayonnaise. I hope. Is, is there mayonnaise? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I will absolutely have one of these. You have bologna? Oh, my God. <laughs> I nearly choke on my cucumber sandwich. <laughs> and you asked for bologna. No. <laughs> now, Mitch, dear, the young gentleman requests bologna. Yeah, I'm a guest yes. here. Yes, oh madam, straight away. And he right gives a small head. bow, turns on his heel, and walks away. All right, now that you're settled, are you ready to hear about your challenges? Yes. Well, there are four things that matter in this gym to me above all else. First, of course, the creative arts. Second, hors d'oeuvres, which we have Mitch to help with. Third, of course, battle. But fourth, and most importantly, darlings, is comportment. Now. Oh, no. That's like the place you put your luggage on a plane? Oh, God. <laughs> you can hear, like, the slap of head to palm from Victor in the stands. I'm, I'm from Palatown. I don't... <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Not quite, dear. I don't, I don't necessarily, this is a quiet aside. I know you can hear, like, I, you can absolutely hear me, but it's just, I'm I like trying. I don't necessarily know what comportment is either, but I know it is not where you put your luggage. <laughs> well, they've certainly changed what they teach in Pocatillion classes nowadays. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, that was very good. This gym exa exists for exactly one pun. Uh, <laughs> oh, worth it. Nailed it. Now, oh. 
Your comportment is how you engage yourselves, how you behave, how you carry yourselves, how you dress, of course, your manners. Oh, no. All are important here. To start, though, we will, of course, be focusing on the creative arts. On your way in, you passed two workbenches and two partially built statues. You may recognize them. They are twins currently and only partially done. Your job, of course, using your flair, your personal skills, your Pokemon, is to complete those statues. Okay. Something unique, of course. Something new. Something I've never seen before. Oh, I can almost guarantee that. Uh, so... (laughs) So, okay, just so that Josh can understand, is it like pieces that we have to put together like a silver monkey situation or is it like we we literally have to carve a statue so on those workbenches are you know the not a ride on but sort of a ride on statues outside of all the gyms yeah, yeah it is the bottom half of one of them okay okay and there is a bunch of clay plenty of tools there's paint there's glaze okay i think i have i think i know okay. what i'm gonna do about this time Mitch comes back with an air of resigned disgust. On the silver platter is a bottle of yellow mustard. Yes. A bottle of mayonnaise. Yes. Two individually wrapped slices of American cheese. Two things of bologna. Well, canto cheese, Alan. Canto cheese, excuse me. It would be Unovian. Unovian cheese. Two pieces of bologna with the red stuff still on, and bread. How do you take your bologna sandwich, <laughs> young master? I, I don't that. I don't know what that red stuff is. You got that fancy bologna. I look up at Mitch with the same <laughs> smug grin he was giving us earlier. <laughs> Just delighted. And I also, uh, I like it with the crust off. <laughs> Please, mustard. Or no. Uh, actually, a, a 50-50 of mustard and mayo, please, Mitch, and thank you. And I just, like, make awkward, like, am I being polite eye contact with Vinka? Yes, very good, Mitch, thank you. <laughs> am, am I doing and it? in a flash, like, his hands move very rapidly, and they are perfectly cut with no cut crusts, uh, quarter sandwiches, little triangles, bologna sandwiches in front of you. Perfect, thank you. I eat them uh, politely. <laughs> Just scarf them down or okay? <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. The hors d'oeuvres will be next. Of course. They are almost ready. Excellent. All right. So has the has the gym challenge started? Or is this... Of course. Comportment. The way you carry yourselves at tea. Oh, I might actually get one before you this time. <laughs> Look over at Govald. I am doing exquisite. Thank you. Oh, no. <laughs> it's gone to his head. All right. Um, let's... Art? (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Yes, quite. Mm, Rather. (laughs) Okay, so you approach these statues. Um, You are, as as Vinka said, you are allowed to use your creative input, your Pokemon. Tell me and, you know, our guest, what are you doing? How are you being creative? Hmm. All right, I'm looking at my Pokemon Josh, you said you kind of had an idea. Do you, do you want to go first? I mean, I just had an idea of what I thought I wanted the thing to be. <laughs> okay. But I don't I don't know. I guess I'd be using Nocturne to, like, carve <laughs> with. 
Because if there is something I can imagine Cobalt Elm doing, it is carving art with a sword. Yes. <laughs> with a sword that sometimes controls him. It basically possesses me and does it itself. Ooh, <laughs> so your eyes are kind of glowing as the blade moves? Yeah. Oh, a performance piece. Wonderful. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a bad time to mention that Rose is not very good at art in general, so... Do we have to roll for art? Yeah, what do we roll for art? General education? Um, survival, I think, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, you are whipping a sword around, so that's dangerous, so... I was about to say, for you, it might be a combat, because you're, uh, whipping <laughs> a sword around. I am fighting this clay. If, if uh, now, I, I'm going to make a proposition to Rose. Some art is based in deception. I was thinking of that, <laughs> and, um... I'm not sure. I okay. You know what? I think I figured it out. <laughs> I think, I think I figured. It out. So I'm gonna take a bunch of clay. I need to charm people more. You do. You're very good at it. I have a five in it. I well, know. You're being very charming with your art. That's true. Next time I have to be polite, I'm gonna roll a charm. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take as much clay as I possibly can get on the um, bottom of this. Like to like as you said, it's like it's like the legs of a Pokemon statue. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna pile up a bunch of clay, but I'm gonna leave a little like hole in the front that's maybe big enough for one ditto to get into. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then I am going to uh <laughs> I'm gonna put T I'm gonna call TBD out. Ditto. All right, buddy. This is this is your moment. You were made for this. I don't know what you were made for. Probably something sinister. But this is what this is what we're doing now. Ditto. Absolutely. I'm just gonna put Ditto. I'll put little TBD in this little little borrower hole that I've made inside this giant lump of clay, and I'm gonna take out my phone, which looks very bad in a in a fancy environment. Just taking out my phone, swiping through my pictures real quick. I'm just like gonna swipe through, and then I'm gonna show them a picture of me on Lugia and I'm going to say transform and my hope my hope is that he, inside the clay TBD will grow it will grow around <laughs> and just mold yeah and create a shell that's yeah, exactly what I was like thinking like a big shell yeah of Lugia <laughs> Rose and Lugia locked in flight Rose and Lugia <laughs> locked in flight. Okay, that's unexpected. Um, Bango. Wow. Uh, Bango also has his cummerbund on because we were in a fancy place and I panicked. Good. He has a bow tie and a, and a fancy cummerbund. Flamethrower. <laughs> and so the whole thing goes up. Dito, 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 return, dito. return, 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 return. <laughs> and when the fire stops. You have a beautifully casted likeness of you with a derpy ditto face riding a Lugia with a derpy ditto face. Okay, that was unintentional, but everything else I think went very well. <laughs> Fascinating. An exploration of the ditto in work. That's Yes, that's what I was going for. Quite. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Indubitably. <laughs> 
it is at once mysterious and also mysterious <laughs> whelming <laughs> just point my fingers at my eyes and point them at victor be cool man boy i really don't know what my finished product is actually gonna be and it, it's gonna be really dumb i think do it do it do as long it. as you use charm to sell it baby so it's me possessed by hone edge carving up clay and like also molding it with my free hand that's still me i guess Please be careful. While Serenade, like, is is wetting the clay, and then when I get the shape I need, because this is all happening down, like, on the bench, and needs to go up on the statue. So Tempo and Minuet are, like, lifting the pieces and putting them on, and then Treble is, like, flash-firing them as they go up. So it's, like, you know. Yeah. And then when it's done, it's just me, but, like, painted up and doing, like, the obstacle pose, like, ah. <laughs> Like a rock star. It's a statue of me as an Obstagoon rock star. Because, <laughs> um, you know, they're from Gallard. I feel like that place is fancy. <laughs> oh, yes. Gallar, the, the fanciest region. Obstagoon, among the fanciest of the Pokemon. <laughs> I don't think I really expected anything different. Are you okay? Your eyes glazed over entirely while you were doing that. What do you mean? I'm fine. Actually, I don't remember doing any of that. <laughs> Looks good, though. And the scarf just falls to the side. Ooh. That's my, that's my Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, can we can we take can we do a, a tiny a baby retcon? Uh huh. So instead of the Ditto face on the Lugia and Rose, can we say the faces are blank? Because Ditto's face does not protrude or divot. It's just kind of there. And oh. so it left no impression. I do like that. After I see that he did this whole, like, performance and I really only did two things, I'm just going to, like, hold Sakura over to it and kind of, like, tickle her belly so, like, perfume sprays out of her. <laughs> <laughs> of course, a sensory experience. Those are very popular now. That's, I, th I think that, yes, I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite type of art exhibits and, and victor is directing all of his commentary to biscuit one of my favorite oh, type of art exhibits is where you go and it assaults all of your senses and it, it intrigues your eyes your nose your ears even your sense of touch i don't know if you should touch this it is hollow in there <laughs> mine looks pretty solid Oof, i'm tempted to knock on it but i don't want to break it before it is properly uh given the okay <laughs> So, so I'm going to restrain. I think I'm done. All right. Well, let's see. What does this say about you if you are to be champion? Me? Sure. Why not? Oh, yes. I, I'm the one who said I was done. So, yeah, that makes sense. I, well, I think obviously that it says that I have big goals and also that... Should I roll a guile? I'm definitely lying. This means uh -huh. nothing. This means nothing. This is nothing. This is the roll part. This is nothing. All right. I got a 23. <laughs> so I have big goals. And um, I love the majestic beauty of Alugia. Clearly, she's gorgeous. She's also extremely powerful. I've heard she has to live very far underwater. And as someone who comes from a family that has high expectations of me, I understand the pressure of that. 
And so that's, I think, what I'm going for. Also, it smells like roses because... I see. I see. Well, if nothing else, you're officially a champion of art criticism because that's really all it is. Uh, (laughs) I guess I'm done. I painted it to look like a shiny one. So it's like that blue and pink instead of black and white because I didn't want it to just be boring. Nice. Well. Ow. How interesting. And an artist statement for you, young Cobalt? Uh, let me roll my charm. <laughs> 16 for my charm. It's like, you know, it's um a representation of my inner rock star that I'm going to need to tap into when I beat Rose to become the new champion and the face of the Kanto region worldwide. And it's a shiny one uh, because I'm one in 8,192, baby. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> how long you've, have you been saying on that joke? I just had to look up the odds to make sure I had it right. <laughs> Did you have to neg me while you were doing it? Yeah, that's. I feel like that's a relationship now. Okay. <laughs> until, until one of us is actually declared the winner, it's going to be me. No, you're right. No, not that part. That's. That, I. I agree before you finish your sentence. <laughs> Mine quite fierce. Interesting, interesting. Well, thank you for finishing your projects. I expect that you'll take some more d'oeuvres, of course, and then we'll prepare for, well, battle. Finally something I'm good at. (laughs) Sort of. And there is an array of hors d'oeuvres. There are small, like, spanicopeda, like the small little cheese and spinach pies there are deli meats there are speared sausages with cheese just an array and there are pocatarian options too like just an array of food that mitch pushed out with the assistance of an interesting looking rotom just kind of pushing along it's got a big cylindrical body instead of any of the normal ones that you've seen and it has a lid that kind of flaps a little bit when it talks this wrote in a trash can uh it is red um and it emanates heat i'm gonna while i'm casually eating sneak a picture of it duplicate entry detected rotom new form detected rotom heat form form of kiln And when it says kiln, the Rotom looks up. Is your is your Pokemon's name kiln, or does it just know what it oh, is? Oh yes, kiln is my darling little Rotom. Oh. Kiln waves, Cute. obviously very excited. And then it takes you a second to realize it is definitely not waving at you. It is definitely waving at its mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a little angel. Thank you for helping, Mitch, dear. That's very cute. Mitch, is are these are like the Pocatarian ones just kind of mixed in or is there like a left half one or is there like oh I don't expect a whole half. There's never a whole half for Pocatarian. There is a whole half for every Oh uh, my gosh. For every non-Pocatarian option, we have a Pocatarian option. Uh, we made them as similar as we could to preserve the amount of variety that a true hors d'oeuvre board should have for each individual guest. Hmm. 
Charcuterie. There are probably 12, like, of each, 12 Poketarian, 12 non-Poketarian hors d'oeuvres laid out very neatly on this kind of big cart thing that he was pushing. Ooh. I'm going to eat a couple of the of the Poketarian one. Just, like, just some, just whatever. Just, there's never this many options, so I'm just going to have some. I'm full on bologna. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm going to pass Mitch, my good man. Thank you. You're going to have those meat sweats. (laughs) As we're eating, is there like anything going on or are we just kind of like waiting? Do you have any of your other Pokemon out? And that's for uh, Rose and Cobalt and for Venka. Hmm. You know what? I think I've got Tenmoku out, who's sort of just a little baby. Is there baby food? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I'll put put some in my shirt. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there is a Pokemon that is hovering right at Venka's shoulder, but kind of doing that thing where they're hiding between the shoulder and the neck and just peeking every so often, and then kind of jumping back, and peeking, jumping back. I'm going to, as subtly as possible, and I'm going to roll a stealth, my worst stat. <laughs> I don't know if you know this about Rose, she ain't quiet or subtle in most regards. I'm going to quietly play peekaboo with this little Pokemon, <laughs> which is a thing I do in real life with real babies, and I'm actually very good at. Um, so I got a three. <laughs> so, so you loudly play peekaboo. I'm caught probably immediately, but I think I'm being very chill. And about I think it. the reason you're caught is because the Pokemon is enjoying it so much that they make a bunch of really happy sounds. And so, Vinka, you hear from behind you. Horse darling, you can go say hi. Don't be scared. And out from behind, uh, Vinka floats this small black Pokemon with large red eyes, holding a mask um, down at the bottom of its body. What does the mask look like, Vinka? Uh, it's a it's a clay mask uh, to to match. Dear Vinka, and it's a closed-eyed, sort of solemn look, generally, but a little bit smug. Okay. Uh, I am going to take a selfie with it as soon as it comes over to me. I'm going to take a regular picture of Rose taking a selfie with the Pokemon. (laughs) Buffering. Buffering. Yamask, the spirit Pokemon. The spirit of a person from a bygone age became this Pokemon. It rambles through ruins, searching for someone who knows its face. Oh, that's a little spooky. That's cute. (laughs) I also have a very spooky boy. I don't think any of my Pokemon are spooky. Should I bring Pepper out? I'm just going to hit the button while I got this little spooky mask. I'm just going to let Pepper out. And, like, the eyes lock onto Yamask, and Pepper just apparates from one place to the other, and Yamask, and they start playing teleport with each other. Hey, that's Pepper. Um, That's my spooky boy. What an angel. (laughs) Nocturne's just gonna casually float over so they can have a ghost party. Heck yeah. Ghost party, (laughs) ghost party, ghost party. I'm going to eat more hors d'oeuvres than I probably need to, but when else am I going to get the chance, right? It's one of the four most important parts of this gym, so. That's, I mean, I agree in full. <laughs> also, I don't know what these little things are, 
And I point to the little cheese and spinach balls, but they are delicious. Oh, yes, Mitch made those. Gotta tell Dirty Mike. I, I'm afraid I don't know Michael. Uh, yeah, if he, yeah, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he owns a uh, Italian restaurant. There's no Italy in Pokemon. He owns a restaurant in South Saffron. Um, it's my favorite place to eat. Uh, it's very questionable. Good. Don't you've never been there. You don't know, Victor. Well, I'll have to make a trip when I'm next in Saffron then. Oh, absolutely. It's it is called Dirty Mike's, but do not let the name fool you. I'm sure Michael's very nice. I mean, I don't think it's trying to fool anybody. You've never been there. And when I win, (laughs) you're going to go. and We're going to eat there. I still think you made a really bad deal. (laughs) Well, you're assuming I'm not going to win. I made a perfect deal. I don't remember what my half of it was. I have to wear that dumb tuxedo shirt at the podium when I'm getting my second place or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when you're getting when you're getting anointed, as, it's not gonna happen. Never ever Taylor Swift. Never ever 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 gonna happen. Dot gif to that. I say. I think I think Cobalt. I don't know about you. You seem baloney full. I'm ready for the next uh, part of the challenge. Oh, I'm baloney full, but I can fight. Okay. Good. Perfect. I mean, I can partake in an exquisite battle, madam. <laughs> Wonderful. Mitch, dear, we're done with the hors d'oeuvres. I believe it is time for us to have our battle. As you wish. And uh, again, uh, frighteningly fast. The hors d'oeuvres are cleared, the plates are put away, and the stage is set for a Pokemon battle. Oh, yeah, finally. This is something I'm comfortable doing. <laughs> mm, not me. <laughs> Does Rose change shoes to Pokemon battle or is she battling in heels? No, I'm gonna battle I'll battle in heels. I can battle in heels. You're gonna end up barefoot halfway through this battle. Oh you'll yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> Depends on how the battle's going. <laughs> Standard two on two battle. Each person chooses two Pokemon, with the exception of Venka, who chooses four. Rose Cobalt will declare their Pokemon after Venka has announced hers. Are we ready to begin? Yes. Very good. Oh yeah, yes. Sorry, I. Come on. I didn't. I, well, I mean, you. I didn't know if we both did have to say it, madam. At your leisure. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. All right then. And uh, you may notice that on Vinka's big silly hat that she has uh, artfully festooned a couple of pokeballs. Oh, that's very good. And <laughs> pulls two off of the hat. Let's see then. Yes, I think that will do very well. Rutil, Chino, you're up first. And so what pop out is a uh, rather large black and yellowish kind of monster looking creature. (laughs) It is, uh, it floats off of the ground with large pink eyes and white lines adorning its, its body. And the other you have definitely never seen before. Almost like it might be a new Pokemon uh, to this area. Um, But essentially what you see is a teapot just floating above the battlefield. It's just a teapot. I just look at Cobalt. Like, do you know what this one is? Um, I... No. (laughs) Can you just battle with like a regular teapot? Is that a thing I, you can do? I mean, it's it's holding, it's making a, a like a handle out of its own tea. So I don't think it's just a teacup. Oh, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> it's straight up a teapot. 
But well, there yeah, are two little purple things sticking out of the bottom of the teapot. Little dangly bits. I uh, very uh, subtly take a picture of it. <laughs> <laughs> Buffering. Buffering. Poltegeist, the black tea Pokemon. Trainers, Poltegeist trusts will be allowed to experience its distinctive flavor and aroma firsthand by sampling just a tiny bit of its tea. And from the top of the pot, the lid pops off like a little hat on a little purple ghost friend. Okay. What? What? (laughs) I've never heard of such a thing. And what was the other one? I will take a picture of the other one because you said it was like a monster. Buffering. Buffering. Clay doll. The clay doll Pokemon. It (laughs) appears to have been born from clay dolls made by ancient people. It uses telekinesis to float and move. (laughs) Oh, that's like a... That's the grown-up form of the thing that Scramble scared in the cave that one time. Yeah, yeah. Scramble Mm. gets a very serious face. Oh, jeez. Okay, I don't know. That's gonna work. Doki, please, doki, doki, please, please, doki, 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 please. <laughs> you okay, Scramble? You all right? <laughs> <laughs> Do you need a snack? Are you hungry? <laughs> all right. Well, I'm gonna send out since he's already out. Uh, go, Pepper. Um, so Pepper disappears from where he was playing with um, Yamask to a slight sad sound from Tenmoku um, to appear by your side. He'll be back. I promise. I'm going to also still out. It's not Nocturne, uh, but I'm going to send Serenade in first. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also going to yeah with him. All right. So we'll, we'll do we'll do initiative order. Um, initiative uh, is based on the speed of your Pokemon. Pepper's 19. Uh, Serenade is 15. She now is 13 and Rootail is. Why is this character suit so long? They're very long, There's right? It's lot. so the first time so you see much. them, you're like, "Why do they keep going?" <laughs> uh, Rutil's eleven. So that's the order. That just literally the order you told me. All of that is the order oh, you go. <laughs> hey, everybody, Jake here, uh, cutting in um, in in lieu of telling you all the places you can find us on Twitter. Um, I have a little bit of housekeeping I'm going to do in a minute, but first I have some kind of kind of bummer news. Um, so Josh and Latasha, uh, his girlfriend, um, they've been in and out of the vet this whole month. Uh, their cat Bella was sick and they've been trying everything they could to, to figure out what was wrong. Um, and they racked up a lot of vet bills. And uh, between yesterday and early, early this morning, um, they Bella has unfortunately passed. Uh, Josh and Latasha are are real broken up about it as you can imagine and uh, they still have on top of all that a bunch of vet bills that they need to pay so if you um if you'd like to help them out in this uh this real bummer of a time um either go to josh's twitter it's a pinned post um he's at ll cool runnings or you can go directly to gf.me slash u slash y v d k r g um, there's also a link in the description if you if that's easier. He would really appreciate it. I, I know him and Latasha would, would both extremely appreciate it right now. Um, it's uh, they oh boy, they did everything they could. Uh, and sometimes things just kind of break bad. Um, so if you want to if you want to help out Josh, go hit that up.
The other tiny bit of housekeeping that I have uh, is related to the uh, schedule, I guess, of the podcast. Uh, so I wanted to get it done. I wanted to get season one finished by the end of 2020. But because 2020 is uh, a nightmare year, it just keeps going, keeps happening. Uh, everything's kind of been pushed, and I, it became mathematically unfeasible to do that. Um, so now my plan is to end it uh, on our fifth anniversary in April. So everything is going to kind of continue as normal. Um, it's going to be every other week. Um, well, I say every other week. It's uh, it's been kind of whineverly. <laughs> it's you know these these episodes are kind of tricky to edit because you want to do your best. Uh, this one specifically, um, there's a battle, and battles are always really uh, really time intensive to to edit to make uh feel good and um there's also uh, whenever we have a new guest on we have to give them the sticker shock of like here's how the system works and it's not great um and then now you have to do a lot of math while we're doing this so it's just really edit intensive so this one um this was out like you know about a half a week later than i wanted it to so the next one should be out on or around september 10th somewhere in that area we have a plan going into the rest of the the season. Um, we are, we are not, uh, if you might be able to tell, we are not historically planners, um, but we wanted to kind of get like kind of a um, without learning any specifics of the story. We kind of want to get a rough outline of like what we're doing. Um, so we have three more guests. Uh, Alan should be contacting uh, the next one soon. So if you have not heard yet, sit tight. We're getting there. The whole world's on fire, <laughs> so everything is kind of uh, rough. We're doing that. Uh, we have we have everything kind of scheduled out and and planned out for the the remainder of the season, and um, and we're all pretty excited to uh, to finish this uh, this first season with a bang. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. And um, I'll let you get back to the show. All right, I love you. Bye bye. So Pep, you're up first. All right. Pepper, my boy, is going to do... I don't know what this new one is, this Poltegeist. I've never seen this Pokemon before. We scanned it, so it told us what type it was, right? It it did, so I know it's a ghost. Also, Poltegeist sounds ghosty, so I, I mean, yeah, that's, just, that's just <laughs> putting the two together. So I know it's at least in some part ghost, right? Mm -hmm. I have never seen it, though, so I'm a little nervous about it. So Pepper Shadow Ball. <laughs> and that is a 12... That is definitely going to hit. So what you're going to do now is look at Shino's special defense and subtract that from 42 and then multiply it by two because <laughs> it's it is, super effective. If, if we didn't use roll 20 to make, we wouldn't even know how to roll. And it's <laughs> still very complicated. 46. So describe that hit because uh, Shino is still up. That's frightening. Um, so Pepper... I, okay, I want to make this creepy because he's a ghost, right? And we're in a nice fancy place, <laughs> so I do kind of. I just want to. I just want to get weird with it. So he reaches into his stomach and pulls out a shadow ball, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then just like hadokens it at this poltergeist. Uh, I just love the image of his claws like going into his just stomach. Like, and then pulling out this Oh, that's ball not of... how I pictured I pictured him, like, reaching into his stomach through his mouth. <laughs> Either way, hey, listener, you at home, choose your own adventure on that one. <laughs> however however you want that to go, that's how it is. And then he just hooks it at the, at the poltergeist. So I will say, well, actually, Anne, how do you think Shino would respond to this attack? 
Ooh, uh, Shino is eight inches tall uh, because Poltergeist is a very <laughs> tiny Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think that this is, I, I have a feeling the Shadow Ball is bigger than Shino is all in all. Probably, uh, yeah. So I think that this is a sort of a, a big hit in which uh, this poor little teapot most of the way falls to the floor before recovering <laughs> and just generally looking a little sad. Because they're already kind of <laughs> cracked, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> Serenade is up next. Okay. I'm going to use... Hmm. Do I want? Do we want to just chip away at one of them and take one out, or do we want to spread the damage? Uh, that, that is up to you. All right. I'll use Night Days also on the Poltegeist. Poor Shino. This little weird one's freaking us out. We're like, get rid of it. I rolled a five. Okay, so this we actually have to do a little more math on. All right. So at the top of your sheet, you should see three evasions. I think it's like physical, special, and then like speed. Speed, I think. Speed. Yeah. You use whichever one. So night days is a special move. This is a special move. Yep. So you would use special evade or speed evade if speed evade is higher. Yeah. It's not. Uh, and my special evade is three. Frick. It misses. <laughs> so describe Shino uh, moving out of the way of this night days. Well, first, I guess, describe the night days. So basically it just like emanates this pur this fuzzy purple aura out of its core, which would... If it hit, like, envelop <laughs> the the target and just, like, hurt them with ma with dark magic. <laughs> like a Yu-Gi-Oh. Well, unfortunately, Shino's been hit pretty bad. So at this point, Shino's gotten wise to the game. <laughs> and uses some sneaky ghost moves uh, to whoop on over. But since most of Shino's actual little ghost body is technically tea there's sort of a little whoop of tea as it goes along <laughs> and it that brings us to shino all right retaliation remember i didn't hurt it i just throw that out there <laughs> we're a team what are you doing <laughs> hmm. all right i know you didn't hit but mega drain sounds like such a good idea oh i just i don't i don't know See, to me Yes, also, yes. I just, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh so what, what, what? That's probably gonna hit. It is gonna hit. Oh, so Shino rolled a seven and it connects. So how does this look? All right. Uh, so some of that tea that was sort of following behind, Shino finishes the dodge move and sort of collects the tea. It, gro it glows green. And it starts trying to pull some of that energy out of you. All right. So, Ooh. Josh, same deal. It's 31 minus special defense times two. Uh, so it's 31 minus 17, which is 14 times two is 28. Which means that Shino gains 14 hit points back. Okay. Nice. For you, not for us. Bad, bad for us. But... <laughs> but, you know, we're all friends here. We just want, every we just want everyone to do time. well. I like I like when attacks land any Pokemon at all. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're to Claydol. All right, rude of them to be right next to each other, so I have to read things separately. I use Agent Power. Mm -hmm. 
then yeah, let's let's throw some rocks at Pepper. No. Oh. <laughs> He's weak to that. But Pepper will be lonely otherwise. <laughs> All right, roll very low, please, for me. That is gonna hit. That is extremely gonna hit. <laughs> Don't even have to look. Don't even have to kind of can three sixty no scope. That is gonna hit. Is that a physical or a special? It's a special. Mm, beans. So damage minus special. All right, so that is and it's times two because it's a it's a rock attack, right? Rock is, is not super effective against fire. Yeah, it is. I thought ground yeah, was is. super effective. They against both fire. are. Rock and they ground are. are almost interchangeable. Rock, They're so rock and close. ground are the same type, but <laughs> someone had it in their head they needed sixteen in that first game. So, um, okay, so thirty-two damage to my baby boy. So he he's he's okay, but he could be better. Well, speaking of your sweet baby boy, it's your turn. All right. Well, now he's upset. He, it doesn't look <laughs> it because he um, he doesn't have uh, emotions on his face. He's he not, never shows He's not those. good at expressing emotions. He's getting yeah. better. He's getting better, but still, he you know, um, he just kind of, you know, is. Just real quick. This is just a ghost type, right? Poltergeist is just a ghost type? Pure ghost. Pure ghost. Okay. Good to know. So Pepper is going to Shadow Sneak. I will call that out for him to do. Pepper Shadow Sneak. All right, uh, seven. It is going to hit. Um, so it's going to be 30 minus the special defense. Physical defense. Physical defense. 30 minus physical defense times two. All right. Yes, that's 34. Party. So she knows just hanging on. I was about to say, how's your little baby doing? <laughs> you know, two hit points, maybe. Oh, the baby's not happy. <laughs> so, Serenade. Well, since you told me how much HP you have. <laughs> oh, no, that wouldn't work. Never mind. I can't use Swift won't hit it. It's a ghost type. Never mind. I'm not going to do that then. Um, Hey, Cobalt. Hmm? We talked about Surf, right? Uh-huh. It will hit Pepper, but with a quick switch. With <laughs> a Alan? What if I quick switch during the attack? Can I avoid getting hit by it? <laughs> Let me check with the judges. Sounds cool. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> do that anime nonsense. Yeah. Anime nonsense. <laughs> anime nonsense. All right. I'm going to roll a surf then. As soon as it... 19. <laughs> Boise. Is that a wow. crit? Is that crit on... Oh, crit's on 20. No, okay. crit's on 20. I am going to... Oh, you still have two more Pokemon after this. I just realized that. I'm going... Okay, I'm going to quick switch. Uh, and I'm going to send out... Ooh, not you. What's actually happening is I'm using Surf. And while my finger is still on the piece... I am switching my Pokemon. <laughs> switching. Um, so from, Pepper, from one to the other. Pepper disappears as Surf goes off. So Surf is going to hit all legal targets, which <laughs> are both uh, Rudiel... Rutile or Rudiel? Rutil. Rutil and Shino are both going to get hit by it. <laughs> and so it is special. So for I, which one do you want to do the math on? I'll do the math on the other one. <laughs> Ooh, I know that Shino has two hit points. So doing the math on Shino seems like Take that one. Take I, will, I, will, I will do Rutile for you. Uh, I do also want to say that I forgot to change the type. So the role says it's psychic, but Seraph is a water move. In case uh, <laughs> anybody didn't know that. It yep, is not and, a psychic wave. Claydol uh, <laughs> is a ground type Pokemon. The base damage here is 37. Sometimes you shred the gnar. 
Sometimes the Narsh shreds you. <laughs> so, um, guess what Claydol's special defense is? Very Zero. low. Fire. 29. What? Oh, that's actually big. very big. That's a large. It's a large one, huh? So Claydol is sitting pretty with 34 <laughs> hit points left. <laughs> Claydol's fine, basically. The water just washes over and it just does not move at all. <laughs> just kind of sloshes over. I'm going to look at some other pokes here. I might have to switch in someone more physical physica for this. And we'll just keep initiative where it is to keep it sane. Okay. Who are you replacing Pep with? I am going, I've been thinking about this for seven, maybe eight seconds. And I think I'm going to go with Brooklyn. And I really hope that ground is not strong against ice now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, it might, I wish I didn't close that type chart I had out. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. It is weak to ice. I am very lucky. And who is replacing Shino? Ooh, I would really like Kiln to replace Shino. Okay. How do you summon Kiln from the kitchens? Or wherever Kiln may be right now? Shino, you did very well. Kiln, dear, I'll be needing you now. And you hear this odd kind of thump, 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 with a weird kind of rattle to it? As a kiln, you now recognize it as a kiln, which is a very large thing, just kind of bounces its way down a <laughs> corridor towards you, looking as happy as a kiln can look, with big old eyes and a big smile and this huge red aura around it. And it just plants itself um, in Shino's place. Yeah, the beefy kids are here. <laughs> I know it's not my turn because I just took it. Yep. Well, actually, it still could be because because quick switch would let me would let me um would let me switch on the same turn, right? So I'm yes, it to would. Ask. You would be able to main phase two switch. And then whatever I switch in, these are my, these are my two, right? Yep. These are your two. Yep. There's one more secret one coming. I'm gonna wait. Alrighty. So it is now Kiln's turn. Yes. Kiln, shockwave. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so the good news is that it's one target. The bad news is it can't miss. So who is it targeting? <laughs> Ooh, that damage, though. Ooh. Serenade is out, right? My... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You did kill a teapot, though, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so. no, I, I don't have to do the math, because 28 doubled is going to be more than 53, so <laughs> Serenade's going to fall. Oh, so uh, <laughs> as a cascade of electricity shoots forward, Serenade falls and goes back into their Pokeball. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a backup plan yet. I thought I was going to have another round. Well, you don't have to. There's nothing, there's nothing in the rules that say you had to put one out immediately. No, there is nothing in the rules that states that. You can wait until the beginning of your turn. Nothing says a dog can't play basketball. <laughs> Do you want to wait and think about it? No, nope. I'm going to send base out. I think. <clears throat> Hang on. My finger's still on the piece. Finger's still on the piece. Let me look at his moves. <laughs> I was going to say, this is big kid season then. Yeah. Well, big kid's in base. Base looks like a big kid from far away, um, but, but up close he's only 411. No, this jerk doesn't have any ground moves. That's what I need from him. <laughs> What's his problem, man? I think Claydol's like five foot, so big kid's in Pokemon adjusted for 
Yeah. <laughs> Just for inflation. Yeah. I'm going to use Nocturne, actually. Spooky. So it is back to Rutile. Rutile, dear. Rock Tomb. And I will aim that at... Uh, Hound Edge. <sighs> oh, oof. Slips through the cracks. So describe how Hone Edge dodge this, dodges this attack. Oh, that is a very lucky roll for us. <laughs> that never happens for us. <laughs> I think, actually, it doesn't move, and that's the trick. Oh. <laughs> and the rocks fall around it. <laughs> Stay very calm. <laughs> it's just floating above it. Yeah, it, it, it's floating, and it usually, like, bobs and weaves a little bit, but it just, like... Stop, suddenly completely stops at all of this because he's just a sword so he's really thin so they just like fall all around him look Rutil has real stubby little arms <laughs> bad throws <laughs> alright now it's Brooklyn mm. I like that about you I oh like I your... forgot Brooklyn of yeah biggest boy and a huge round dad Brooklyn it's bite time, baby. Uh, and then it's going to bite. Very well. It's going to it's gonna <sighs> bite. Um, and cause clay. a flinch. Yeah. Oh, it does. Heck yes. Uh, the clay doll. Rutile. Root, because mm-hmm. it has very good special defense, so I do not want to do any special attacks to it, <laughs> as I found out recently. Uh, so that is 24 damage. Okay. Minus regular defense times two. It's, but it's not as good, which is... It's 19 instead of 29. That's, that's a better. big difference. <laughs> it's not going to do basically anything to it. So it, Well, it does 10 points of damage and flinches. And that flinch is really important. Because that means right. it cannot move at all its next turn. Oh, yeah. So how much damage does it do to it? 10 total. Oh. Okay, that's, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Damn. Strong kid you got there. <laughs> Very good job with that one. Oh, Rutil's a real deer. Click, 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 click. <laughs> Should have named him Boy RD. Because <laughs> he's beefy. <laughs> yeah, whatever, Victor. Go inside. <laughs> Nocturne's turn. Nocturne is going to Night Slash. Or is that what it was? Yeah, Night Slash Claydol. <sighs> <laughs> Language, we're in a fancy place, Josh. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a two, which isn't going to hit. <laughs> nope. That damage is so good. <laughs> oh, that damage is very good. It's fine. Just move past me. A swing and a miss. That's all the description you're going to get out of me. <laughs> so back to kill. All right. Now, nope. Shockwave is an at-will attack, so it can continue to use Shockwave if it wishes. Yeah, I'll use Shockwave. Sorry, Brooklyn. Has broken this Oof. So, 42 points of damage coming at Brooklyn. Is it special or is it regular? Special. Hmm. That's worse. Um, okay. So, I've forgotten how to do math. Hold on. <laughs> 42 minus 19 is 23 times 2 is enough to knock Brooklyn out. This is a travesty. <gasps> This isn't good. This means Nocturne's all that's left. Oh, no, you still have Pepper. I still got, I still got I Pepper. Forgot, you, you quick switched Pepper. I okay. quick switched Pepper. 
the electricity arcs out and Brooklyn takes it full force and seems to fall. No! Blah! Choice! Blah! And it stands back up and it looks at you with a look of just pure affection and concern, not for itself, but for you. Oh, it didn't faint, baby. so you wouldn't feel bad. Oh, my mean baby. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Now it's it's uh, Rutile's turn. And Rutile's flinched. Rutile, and he's flinched. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings it to our boy with one hit point, Brooklyn. Brooklyn is going to. Oh, <laughs> he's the big nasty one. Please hit. Please, 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 Arceus, let me hit. Brooklyn Aquatail. Um, it's a six. It's four plus your target evasion on kiln. I'm using it on kiln. On kiln. Is that the physical evasion or? Yeah. My physical evasion is four. It definitely misses. Good strong <sighs> boy you have there. For a big kiln, he's very agile. He, yeah, well, I mean, it's physical, so I assume he just kind of, like, tanks it? Maybe? No, it's evasion. Yeah, it's a, yeah, exactly. He does a no mercy uh, thing. <laughs> So Brooklyn does a big swing with his tail, but he did just get shocked by lightning very hard. So he misses because he's a little woozy. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Oh. Nocturne. Well, Night Slash is every other turn. So that's out. Mm-hmm. But not last turn, but the turn before is when Serenade fainted. Correct. Yes. So that's within the last two rounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to use Retaliate on Claydol. Okay. Rutile. Mm-hmm. Which doubles damage if an ally is fainted in the last two rounds. Ooh. Ooh. And I didn't read that the first time, or I would have used it last, <laughs> last <laughs> turn. Uh, so that's a five that I rolled against your physical. Yeah. Ev- so two plus your physical evasion. Two plus my physical. Uh, my yep. physical is three, so. Ties go to the player. Uh, yeah. That's gonna hit. And that is 88 damage. <laughs> unadjusted <laughs> coming to Rutile. Rutile. The boy is down. I would do 44 minus your defense and then double it. But it's still gonna be. Yeah, the boy is down. The boy is done. Okay. The boy is done good. <laughs> uh. Oh, phew. Yeah, so Nocturne is just, like, really feeling... He just, like, really got hit with a wave of emotion over his buddy Serenade going down. And he was also, like, mad because he missed last time. (laughs) (laughs) So he, like, swings all the way through and then, like, slams the butt of his hilt into the... Like, right on the forehead (laughs) of Claydol. Donk! (laughs) Alright, so who is coming out to replace? Rutil, you did so well. Now, a porcelain... It's your turn, darling. Oh, we can beat a porcelain, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Mark. Mark. Is this oh. a, a Lowland style? It is an interesting-looking muck. Uh, why don't Why don't you describe this muck? All right. Uh, before you, you see uh, what in shape is your standard muck, but in color is very different. Uh, sort of an okay. off-white, almost a brownish-gray sort of color. Also wearing a sun hat, because I say so. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. 
I'm gonna take a, a picture of it. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I'm also gonna take a picture just to see if there's some type. See, yeah, business a, going on. It's a fancy one. So. You have recorded a muck before. Yeah. Error. Error. New type detected. Ground type muck detected. Ground type. That's good for you. Yep. <laughs> it's pretty neutral for me. <laughs> <laughs> There are a lot of Pokemon that are just a pile of rocks, and there are a good number of Pokemon that are kind of just slime, but there really aren't Pokemon that are just a pile of dirt. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Muck. Muck. It's a dainty pile of dirt. <laughs> it is Kiln's turn. Excellent. Ooh, Nocturne is a fragile boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. I shouldn't have said that before the attack. <laughs> also, a fragile boy that just did do a very good attack. Well, I, I was kind of sad I hadn't used any fire type moves yet anyway. <laughs> Alan, I can use flamethrower this turn, right? Yes. Excellent. Uh, mm, I don't know. I think we'll have to check the book. <laughs> kill, use flamethrower. That's gone. If you're hitting me with that, that's going to hit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Well, uh, Jake, good luck. <laughs> um, so you don't have, you don't have oh. a revive or anything, my man? Judges, do I have revives? You absolutely have revives. <laughs> okay, great. All right, I guess I'll revive Serenade and send Serenade back out at half HP. Do I have max revives? I'm sure we have max. Yeah, we, yeah. We've, we've gotten max revives. Yeah. That he's got his full <laughs> HP. <laughs> the dice have been so mean to you also. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Only when we have guests on. It's weird. <laughs> All right. So, Porcelain. All right. Porcelain Deer, use Mud Bomb. And I, I don't have any good choices. So, how about at. I swear I'm remembering names at Brooklyn. That will hit him. <laughs> I don't think. Um, Alan, I have a question. I might have an answer. Let's say I were to roll a guile. <laughs> okay, you have my attention. What am I rolling the guile for? You may be asking yourself. I am, in fact. It is to see if I can throw a hyper potion not on my turn and not be noticed in the confusion of the so mud you're, bomb. So you're rolling a guile strictly to break the rules of the game and not, <laughs> to, not to lie in the game. It's deception, baby! And technically, it is cheating. So if if Rose fails at Which this... Which is guy. If Rose fails at this, bad things are going to happen. Well, I have a backup plan for that. <laughs> a second potion. I mean, when's the last time you failed a guile roll? It's pretty... Well, you got a 16 on your charm earlier, so... Statistically, probably right now... Here I go with my guile. It's a 20. Okay, I set the DV. I'm not lying. I set the DV at 18. Yes. So you the officials. (laughs) So in the confusion, you... Brooklyn, no! Yeah, so... Okay, so you're... You just chuck a potion at me? No, hold on. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Hold on. Now this is this is needs to be held to handle very delicately because if Rosie's got cheating, she is kicked right out, right? Yep. Also, she will definitely 100%. lose the the comportment um, portion for cheating. I would bet. So what I'm going to do, 
explain explain the mud ball itself. I want to know how um, how the mud ball comes out. All right. So porcelain really is just a big mud ball. So she takes one of her uh, sort of muck hands and just sort of pulls some out and throws. How big would you say this mud ball is? Because mucks are pretty large, I think, right? I, yeah, I think this is pretty sizable. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and I mean, porcelain probably also has helped herself to some of the clay in the studio. Yeah. Okay, so I'm assuming a big mud ball then. It's enough to hit like a whole <laughs> yeah. front of... Mucks are three feet 11. But is that wide? It just says three feet eleven. Height three feet eleven. Do with that information what you will. Either way, if that's three foot eleven, that's a big pile you, of muck. I don't know you how know you measure saying? the mm-hmm. height of a ball of slime. So, asking the real questions that's, about Pokemon—that's that good professor work. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what you can get your thesis on, because you'll have to find a new job yeah. after I beat you for uh, the Pokemon Championship. You know, any other time I would say you're wrong, but I'm not doing so hot in this battle, <laughs> so maybe I'm having some second thoughts. So what I'm going to do is the mud hits Brooklyn, who tries to, like, block it with his back because it's, like, spiky and, you know, it's he's, he's a turtle, so he tries to turtle, right? So this big mud yeah. ball hits, and when it does, it kind of accidentally creates this huge splatter, right? That just gets all over Rose, just completely covers me because I'm behind him, you know. But as it is coming, I just chuck a little berry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's completely covered. You can't see because it's in a big, basically dome splatter that I just throw a berry in his mouth. And so no one sees this. Cameras can't see this as far as anyone knows. And it also, there's no broken potion glass or anything because it's a berry. goes right down his mouth. So move hits, takes damage, takes berry. So he doesn't have like a lot of hit points left, but he's not dead down. But he is covered in mud. And I am also head to toe <laughs> just covered in mud. And it, like, takes one of its little pseudopodia and, like, holds it up under its eyes in shock. Very strong, strong, strong Pokemon you have there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And I just, like, I I wipe my face and, like, a whole, like, a streak of, uh, there's just, like, a streak <laughs> of mud missing now. And then I just kind of, like, pop my collar a little bit because, like, now I'm dirty. What's going to happen? It's Southie time, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And then just kind of, like, shake off for a second. Brooklyn kind of like, looks at you. And, like, a small shower of water just hits you. Oh, don't do to that. To, like, blast oh. off some of the mud. I, it, I feel like it just makes it worse. <laughs> Probably, but he wanted to help. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you for helping. What a pal. What a pal you got there. It's great. <laughs> blast! He's very strong. <laughs> that hurt quite a bit. I think it's very rich. She has no problems. Don't worry. <laughs> right. <laughs> Up next, Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Blash. Bud? Deutsch. <laughs> my man, my main man. Blash Deutsch. We got a big uh, kiln and a mud thing. Blash, blash. <laughs> I'm really hoping, boy, I'm really hoping Porcelain's special defense is not quite as jacked to the moon as, uh, as, uh, uh, Clay Dolls was, Rutiles was. 
So Brooklyn, Icy Wind, uh, Porcelain. And that is a 19. Okay, I actually think that's a double. It's going to hit both. Oh, it hits both? Ooh, nice. I think so, yeah. Yeah, Cone, cone two. 2. Cone 2, baby. Who knows what that means? Well, it's a 19, so it probably hits. <laughs> yes, that is definitely going to hit. So it's going to do double baby damage. <laughs> it's going to do double damage to one and half damage to the other one. Unless electric is also weak? I don't think so. It's not. It's not. So wait, is it is killing an electric fire or a fire ghost? Yeah, it's electric fire. The the rotoms are okay. weird. I can yeah, never keep remember electric. which yeah. one switches. <laughs> so that is twenty two points of damage uh, for porcelain and for kiln eighteen minus or divided split by in half. So nine nine. Okay, that's not a lot, but it bought time. Nocturne. Or Serenade. It's not Nocturne, it's Serenade. Yeah. I'm gonna surf these fools. So, uh, hey, Brooklyn, hang ten. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Eleven. That's gonna hit. So, describe, first of all, how Brooklyn hangs ten. So, does so <laughs> does he take the damage, or can he surf on it? Because he, he is good at surfing, as we have shown. And I think, given... I gave him a heads up. Yes, you gave him a heads up. He is a good <laughs> surfery boy. I think that he just is going to ride the wave. Okay, so... Ride it, the wave, bro. He's just going to shred the gnar. The wave goes, he hits it, he does a little spin on top of it. He's not dirty anymore, so that's nice for him. I'm still covered in mud, but, you know, that's fine. That's going to be 46 points of damage to... Porcelain. Okay. And for Kiln, 60 points of damage for Kiln. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> kiln did so good. Kiln, dear, you did very well. And. And it just falls over on its side. Oh. <laughs> Thank God. I didn't know if we were going to survive another round with that with our two water Pokemon out there. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and it is right now. Just a kiln. Mm-hmm. Aw. Like, the ghost is not there. But you do see some flicker of electricity around Vinka. Almost like static in, in the feather. But the static has eyes. Mm, that's cute. It is porcelain. Well, you just did 46 damage to porcelain, right? That's what you said, Alan? Yes. Yeah. So that, so... That is a considerable amount of damage. We gotta be getting there. <laughs> porcelain is a good, beefy child. Yes. It looks it. All right. It's up to you now, porcelain. Let's try another mud bomb, dear. And she will aim it at... Ah, it's, it's gotta... It's gotta be Brooklyn. Nope, wrong one. Please ignore the first one. I don't know what that was. It was the wrong button. <sighs> the second one is going to miss. Oh, hot dog. Well, hold on. His evade might, might be very bad. No, no, it's his physical it, evade. Unless it's zero. His special, his special mystery. <laughs> Never mind, he's good. His speed evade is very... He is not fast. Um, so it does miss Brooklyn, but what happens to the mud bomb? So... I feel like someone might be standing behind Brooklyn. You know? <laughs> yes, Maybe karma true. happens very quickly in this establishment. <laughs> <laughs> There are also several shelves of 
partially finished pottery behind you even further. So this is going to be a big old mess. It's just (laughs) a wave of watery clay just crashes over rose and some pottery and porcelain looks aghast just in (laughs) horror of what they have wrought why does this always happen wherever we go (laughs) what (laughs) not that you're doing great (laughs) porcelain dear your hair looks great (laughs) porcelain dear it's okay We'll clean up afterwards. I'm going to take a picture of Rose. (laughs) I mean, I'm on TV. Go ahead. (laughs) I just both hands just like wipe my face off. It doesn't get all of it. So I kind of have like gem from gem and the holograms like makeup, but like around my eyes a little bit. Um, And I just kind of like shake it off. Uh, I look very cool, but I am covered in mud (laughs) and clay and who knows what else. (laughs) It is now Brooklyn's turn. All right, Brooklyn, you can use EOT moves every other turn. So if I rotate between them, <laughs> you should be fine. So Aqua Tail is back up. Please hit with this one. That is a nine. Physical evade is one. So. Okay, so it hits. That is 43 Ooh. damage. So that is defo going to yes. hit. So 43, is it physical damage? Physical. No, uh, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Yes, physical. Ooh. Oof. <laughs> eight. And that's times two. Physical damage or physical defenses? Eight. Look, the lady's down. Seventy <laughs> points of damage. Oh, I didn't get to pull off a bubble beam. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so describe this aqua tail. Okay, so he <laughs> just very cool. He did a okay, you know in the Ninja Turtle movie when they pop their arms and heads in, in and then they go, I love being a turtle because it misses like someone's gonna cut off their head and it misses because they're turtles. He does that, mud ball goes flying by him, smacks me, uh, takes out a bunch of pottery, <laughs> totally makes a mess of this very nice establishment. Um, and then uh, he pops right back out of it and then just swings his big old dad butt right into um, porcelain. And then it's just, it's there's water around it, so it's embiggened, and it just like crashes into uh, porcelain. All right. With that, uh, porcelain sort of, is very hit and does essentially a little flourish type bow, but is essentially doing like, you know, old time Pokemon Stadium, Muck would sort of just melt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the lady's done. Woo! And the winners are Rose and Cobalt. Yay! Those are my friends. Yay! <laughs> I think that might be. Other than the times that we didn't win, that was probably the closest it's ever been. I don't think I've ever used an item before. I don't think I have either. We should have maybe a couple times. Also, I didn't realize I was participating that deep in the fight. (laughs) (laughs) And he gives you another shower. Mm. And he's also part ice type, so that's cold. Brisk! That is refreshing. (laughs) Brooklyn! Very good. Very good. We did it. If you need to change before presentation of badges, that's understandable. I think I'm good. <laughs> I just looked down like, I'm gonna. Perfect. <laughs> just gonna real quick run a commercial or something. Yeah. <laughs> so when we come back from that commercial, Victor, Mitch, 
all of Victor's Pokemon are cleaning. They are, like, cleaning up that pottery, cleaning up all of the Mudbomb stuff. And another odd Pokemon, as our listeners would know as an Indeedee, but you don't know that, um, cleaning up all of the mess. I take a picture real quick. <laughs> yeah. Buffering. Buffering. Indeedee. The emotion Pokemon. Through its horns, it can pick up on the emotions of the creatures around it. Positive emotions are the source of its strength. And it shows you that there is um, a difference in the uh, types of, of Ndidi, and that this Mitch in particular has a female Ndidi, Ndidi um, with little droopy horns and a bright smile as she is cleaning up everything and helping. So I do, I do just want to point out then, Alan, that this does mean that we uh, included the national decks in our game. <laughs> we did. That is the so thing that, that the, just happened. The, the big nerds will still listen to us and they will be mad because we don't have all Pokemon. <laughs> that is true. I come out of the bathroom and so I've decided I made a choice while I was in there. <laughs> The choice is that my dress is completely ruined, but I am still wearing it. It's just dry now. Um, it looks very cool. The, the dress part is much shorter. The sleeves have been torn off and it's like a little more low cut because of all of the damage it has sustained. It's battle damaged and definitely <laughs> stained, but it left like a very cool, like weird pattern between all the mud and the water and everything did you leave like the cool um, almost makeup on the face no that wash that off i my skin is glowing though <laughs> <laughs> it's true you had a nice mud mask mm -hmm. and i'm in flats now because i'm not gonna stay in heels after that i it went poorly so i feel like when you went back to the back by the time you got there it was dry and you could just take a little hammer and crack it because it's porcelain yeah, and just... it all just falls off yeah, just, just like, dink, and it, so I just come back out in that. I look very cool. Nice. All right, darlings, very well done. You've certainly done a good job with the battle, with the hors d'oeuvres, with the art, and, of course, the comportment. Here is the mosaic badge. Ooh. And with that, Vinka sort of opens up a parasol that came from nowhere. <laughs> uh, As all good parasols do. Of course, and pulls out two little badges, one for each of you, uh, that are sort of a little stylized amphora uh, with a, a rainbow mosaic in the body of the amphora. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, also, y'all probably don't hey. know this, but Anne has drawn a lot of this, and it's gorgeous. Sweet. Gorgeous. big dummy over here. What shape is that? <laughs> So, I mean, I had to look it up, too. And Amphora is like an old-timey, like, please don't at me if I'm wrong, Earth, uh, Greek vase. It's the sort that sort of, like, looks like a vase, but then has two oh, handles okay. on either side. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Like all the pottery in Hercules. Mm -hmm. Nice. <laughs> Love it. I thought it was a flower for a second. I'm glad Josh said something. <laughs> I, I thought it was some kind of music symbol. <laughs> we're not cultured men here, is no. what we're trying to say. Um, I'm going to take the badge and look at Rose and just be like, how did we fall for that? <laughs> I don't know. It looks nothing like a bottle cap <laughs> at all. I think we were just so excited to have won a battle. <laughs> I don't know. It was dark. It was. I'm just going to say it was dark. It was dark. It was dark in there. 
<laughs> I like the idea that the pottery was there the whole time and you were roughly eight inches from just breaking everything at any given moment. <laughs> yeah. It is a literal miracle from heaven <laughs> that nothing broke while we were fighting. <laughs> but yeah, the victory music plays. Um, probably by this point, everything is mostly cleaned up. You get lots of applause. Um, Mitch brings out a kind of hors d'oeuvre desserts. It's the same sort of thing. It's finger desserts, but again, they're in. There are twenty four different options um, because he would not have less. And there are tons of little snacky desserts for y'all to eat. I I will have some snacks now. Yes, have some. I don't know what the typical hors d'oeuvre is. A, oh, I mean, it could literally be anything, just in tiny form. So each of you kind of describe what little snack you get. I pick up a, it's a little, it's like a tiny square or a cube. And it's like a seven layer cheesecake. It's just a bunch of different cheesecake flavors. But every layer is only like two millimeters. It's very, it's incredibly precise how small this is. It's just a, a lot of different cheesecakes. I just... Pop that into the old mall. I'm just scarfing down some like mini shish kebabs, and each one is just like a toothpick stuck through like a cheese cube and a Vienna sausage. <laughs> nice. Mitch, Mitch has, has figured me out by this time. <laughs> there is one non dessert just for cobalt. Oh, did you say specifically it was desserts? But now there is one non dessert specifically my for cobalt. <laughs> I, I missed that part. My, <laughs> my mistake. It's a little mini devil dog. That <laughs> I think it has just outrageously small baklavas and has somehow found more tea. <laughs> and Bango is just at the edge of the table. You can only see his eyes. They are wide. May I? There's plenty for the Pokemon, of course. Oh, heck yeah, dude. And then I'm just gonna... Ooh, I may have, maybe I blew. I got the badge. You can't take it back now. <laughs> <laughs> and and Bango does the happy dog thing of jumping on, on his back legs and kind of doing a little dance. I just toss him a, you know, whatever is... Everything I mean, is can Pokemon eat, he can safe. Eat, he can eat anything also, because Growlithe have lit like a fire in their belly that burns up whatever they don't isn't good they for them. They do have fire tum-tums. Yeah, so I'm just I just toss him like a um I don't know. What's fancy desserts? <laughs> Some with a foam. <laughs> I was gonna say pedophore, but you described that really fancy cheesecake. Oh, it's like a uh, okay, so my friend's mom used to make these. It's like a little like puff pastry, um, and inside it it is like cream, like whipped cream kinda, and there's like a little strawberry on top. Oh nice. And uh, I just toss him one of those. And we all eat and party. Yeah. And that sounds like uh, the camera's going to zoom out on this celebration. As all across Kanto, the news is passed. Two challengers now have all eight badges. And that's where we're going to leave us for this episode of Pokemon World Tour United. Heck yeah. Yeah. That was so much fun, Anne. That Thank was you for so much fun. On. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I'm glad my sweet little Pokemon didn't destroy you all. Yeah, so it was close. Uh, technically, <laughs> they did destroy me all. <laughs> <laughs> so, and where can people find you online, should you wish to be found? Yeah, I, I have a Twitter. I, I won't say it's good, but it exists. I'm at Mick Provenance. Uh, so, it's like a library thing. Mm. Okay, nice. Uh, sometimes there's pictures of your cat, too. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, then, love that. It's a, then it's a good Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically a good Twitter. <laughs> That's all you need. Uh, all right. Well, we did all the middle stuff in the middle, or I did all the middle stuff in the middle. So I guess all that's left is to say that I've been Jake. I'm Josh. And I'm Alan. Smell you later. later. I mean, he might also be able to just surf on it. I'd allow it. So, yeah, we're going to cheat. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you ruin my grand plans for this NPC? (laughs) 